You know, a friend of mine says, why didn't you name it Scumbag Behavior Podcast? Remember Steve Redding? <laughs> Vaguely. Vaguely. He got shot last week. Remember we went to his house? Oh, yeah, 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 Caught yeah. a couple bullets in yeah, the back? Yeah, yeah. yeah, my friend Steve got shot. Um, he's saying it was a random um, traffic accident, but uh-huh. I think there's more to the story. You know, just get shot with a 45 twice for no reason, but um, that's his story and he's sticking to it. What would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. You know, it's just a real nigga shit, your real nigga story, you know what I'm saying? This beat itself so rich, man. Thanks, like a bunch of narcotics. We're live and direct. Uh, Shooters Gallery podcast. Got my co-host with me, Mr. Bundles. It was, I got back from vacation Tuesday night, and um, I tried to go to China, and they denied me entry. And a friend of mine, uh, this girl I know, was going to China to visit her parents, and I was going to go with her. And uh, China denied me entry, <clears throat> only because my... Um, my passport didn't have any pages left for stamps. So she's like, well, just go to Thailand and I'll meet you there. And I got to Thailand and they actually pulled me out of the line, said, you know, you don't have anywhere in your passport to stamp. You got to go back. And it was after 23 hours, <clears throat> 25 hours in on airplanes. And then, um, you know, um, what do you call it when you got to wait in between flights? They layover. But luckily I tried to bribe some Thai uh, police lady and she actually wouldn't take the bribe but she put a stamp where she wasn't supposed to on the passport she took pity on me and then um and then this girl uh, flew to Thailand and met me there and we spent uh, a couple weeks in Thailand which was which was different I've never been there and uh but the two-week time difference got me got me all whacked out um but yeah it was it was really cool it was really cool going there and once I find out China didn't have um, Instagram or YouTube or anything. I was kind of like, I can't go there for two weeks. I, I lose my mind, you know. And um, I feel like it screwed me up because my Instagram was on fire. I was getting like a thousand, fifteen hundred followers a day forever, and then it just nosedived after like a week in Taiwan. I think algorithms. You know, when you post, Justin, you post the same times every day, and yeah, yeah, it just all of a sudden I'm getting like a hundred followers a day. I'm almost at a hundred thousand though. But this this trip kind of kind of screwed me up, you know. But I'm um, I'm back. I got Mr. Bundles with me, and um, yes, like I said, I fell asleep today at two o'clock, and um, and I slept till like seven. I woke up. I go fuck. I got to do a podcast, and uh, and I'm back. But while I was away, a couple of things happened. I got uh, this company remix made uh, some bean shooter gummies, which are pretty cool, you know. Um, can I say like milligrams? That the D nine or whatever. So the same thing. They're derived under the hemp bill. It's illegal. You can eat them and they get you fucking blasted. Uh, Thirty milligrams a piece. Um, and I got an affiliation with a with a gambling company now. Um, MyBookie.com promo code Shooty S H O O T Y. I think they match up to a thousand bucks. So if you go on there and you deposit, you know, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, whatever. I believe they match it. So you get some free money to play with. And um nice. And I'm gonna be doing some picks every week. And I found out, you know, it's not easy picking NFL picks. Um I mean it doesn't have to be NFL, but that's what everyone looks at. You know, so I looked at the games last week and I like the Jets and I like Philly, and I figured I'd tease them, even though, you know, 
people say it's a sucker bet, the teaser, and it actually hit. I don't know how the Jets covered, but they did in the, la- in the last second of the game, and I thought it was going to be a loser. So I'm trying to bail out, and I'm like, oh, I'll go with Kansas City and buy two points a la Dynamite Dean Emerson. He always buys two. That I I got to give him credit because that's his move. But So I'm like, buy two, and then Denver just wipes Kansas City down. Uh, you know, no one, no one saw that coming. But uh, that's what I got going on there. So I'm, uh, I'm back, and uh, I tried to have another friend of mine come on as a guest today, but it was last second, and I couldn't get him in here. I'm uh, probably going to get him in here next week. So I'm sorry you're going to have to deal with Bundy again. The, you know what I mean? Bundy's like, um, you know, for you young guys out there, Johnny Carson had Ed McMahon. That's Ed a- McMahon was actually from Lowell, Massachusetts, was he really? ironically yeah. enough. Yeah, you should know that, by the way. He's a good guy. That. Yeah, Ed McMahon was, yeah. was Johnny Carson's sidekick. Yeah, I see the pictures of him in Elliot's. Yeah, Elliot's hot dog, yeah. yes. Um, what else do we have? Conan O'Brien had Andy Richter. What else? Um, remember the Gary Shandling show? Nobody knows that. That was yeah. classic, though. Who did he have? Yeah, that was good. He had the guy on there who was in The Hangover, who was the Zach Galifianakis's Zach. Yeah, father. Was, Forget the guy's name. Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, that guy's fucking great. What a great character actor that guy is. <clears throat> so Bundy's my um, my co-host. So you just agree with everything I say, okay? Basically, yep. Maybe yep. crack, maybe crack wise every now and then, you know. <laughs> That's so yeah, right. I got that going on with with um with the gambling stuff. So I got to try to pick some winners and get some people to sign up. And then they they uh, they did a, like a one month contract with me. And if it, you know a lot of people sign up, they'll they'll extend it. Hopefully they do. You know. Um, other than that, fucking um, coming back. You know, getting back to Lowell. Um, the day before I got back, uh, my friend Polly Black, who was <laughs> the first guest on the podcast who people know he's back out there in a bad way on the drugs and um the the video the security camera i have and um at my house hold on this is my national guard hockey team doing a podcast and yeah the only reason i answer is because these are my national guard people <laughs> wow what a rocket what a rocket yeah i want to join the guy absolutely i hey you you just did it we're live you just did it Oh, we're live right now. <laughs> well, we're recording, but I got you. All right. <laughs> Mass National Guard, stand up. All right, boys. Go bees. All right, we'll talk to you. All right, bye. Yeah, you got to support those guys, right? You got to fucking yeah, support those guys. Absolutely. So back to Polly Black. They sent me a video the day before I got back, and he's – he comes running down the street and then he's 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 running around in circles and then he lays in a puddle and he's doing like snow angels on the fucking pavement in the puddle. He is obviously yeah, he was soaked. He's obviously, you know, out of his mind. And he ran up to the door and I guess Bundy Bundy he couldn't he couldn't talk. Couldn't right? talk. I told him to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> and, uh, of the microphone, Bundy. I told him to get the fuck out of here and uh he couldn't talk. He's just looking at me fucking blanked. Yeah, um, 
yeah, it's not going to end well, you know. Um, I put a video of it on there. I mean, I didn't. Maybe I shouldn't have. It's not like I'm making fun of him. I mean, some of the stuff he was doing was funny, but but you know what? I mean, he's he's doing it to himself because we've tried yep. to help him. Yep. You know, uh, everybody. I get a lot of people who are always calling me, and I can get them in a detox. I can get them in this program or that program, and we, you know, I've done it to him a bunch of times. He gets well, thrown out, and there comes a point in time where it's like. It's it. It's it. Yeah, it's you, if you know, if you're not going to help yourself, and he has some some health issues going on, where you know he has something with his liver. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but you know, when you have a when you have a serious health issue like that, they're not going to give you a transplant, or they're not going to do nothing for no. you if you're out drinking or doing drugs, and, no. and that's so. You know, the, the, the prognosis isn't good for Mr. Black, man. I mean, you know, people are always like, oh, why do you keep helping him? You know what I mean? But I, I always do. If he reaches out, I'll, I'll help him. But, you know, there comes a point in time where it's just like, you know, you're fucking killing yourself out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ambulance took him away. Did they? Yeah, they took him away. He was back like two hours later. Yeah. Uh, uh. So yeah. they took him to the hospital and did what they did and let him go. Yeah. Not good, Mr. Black. But uh, we're praying for him anyway. You yeah. know, yep. we're praying for him. Um, you know, it comes it comes a time where it's just like you know, you get to a certain age, and it's like it's like me. You know, when when I uh, when I finally woke up, I, I was forty three. It was it was like you know, if you don't get it now, right, you're never gonna get it. You know, who the fuck wants to be getting locked up and and, and detox and everything when you're in your fifties? You know, it's a young man's game, especially yes. prison. Yep. Jail and prison is a young man's game, and you know I don't care who you are. If you were the fucking baddest guy, or the toughest guy, you know when you're 50, 60 years old, right. these fucking young yep. kids, they're fucking lions. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't care what you what you did no. in nineteen seventy eight. No. No. <laughs> you know what I no. mean? You know, it, it, none of it, none of it, none of it matters. You know, um, I was, I was, we called a friend, of, a friend of mine today who, who, um who me and him have been through a lot and uh i tried to get him on but he's fucking you know he's one of these guys that oh my girlfriend don't get married i I was surprised i thought he was gonna come on you know yeah johnny lapome yeah right man the fuck up you know yeah fucking jesus christ awesome guy take the fucking purse off you fucking now here's a guy (laughs) right here's a guy who when he was 17 years old went to fucking state prison for a serious crime then when he was was late 20s or 30s you know he got a bus he got arrested like five kilos of coke he's in the feds he's like cellmates with john Gotti. he gets out me and him got an apartment together and he's scared to come on the shooters gallery Podcast. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it doesn't make sense. What girls can do to yeah. some people? Like, yeah. come on, Johnny. I mean, man, the fuck up, you know? <laughs> um, Johnny was Johnny was funny because he was when the crack come around real strong. I used to sell a lot of coke, and I used to sell him, you know, coke and crack. And then we both ended up getting caught up in our own web. Eventually, I ended up with him getting high. But I remember, I remember one time him and his brother Sammy. Oh, I got a great story about Sammy yeah. in a minute. But him and his brother, Sammy Lapome. Sammy, if they had BMX uh, dirt bike race and stuff in like 81, 82, that kid would have been like sponsored yeah. by you name it. He, what he could do on yeah. dirt bikes and everything else, he just gifted, just gifted. They were both ballsy, ballsy fucking kids. Yeah. But um, I remember one time I'm selling Coke and, and Johnny and Sammy were – were boosting at the supermarkets and they'd get the the meat, you know. 
So he calls me up. He goes, I got some good steaks. I got some good steaks. So it's Johnny and Sammy. I go, what are you getting? He goes, he goes, is it Johnny? Johnny or Sammy? No, it's Johnny. He goes, I got fillet minogs. I go, what? <laughs> he goes, I got fillet minogs. And then Sammy's in the background. It's mignog. It's mi I go, bring them over. Filet mignons, boys. <laughs> filet mignogs. I still say it to them to this day. They're, uh, yeah. So I bought a bunch of filet mignogs. They're fucking delicious. So, the, so then... Uh, so I keep buying, I keet buying the meats, right? I got a freezer full of fucking filet mignons. And his brother Sammy his brother Sammy gets arrested at uh Stop and Shop in Salem. So wow. the so Johnny goes to the bail here, he comes back, he says, the judge says, Why were you stealing meat, sir? And Sammy goes, I was hungry. And he said the judge said, There's plenty of food in jail. <laughs> <laughs> held him on a, like a ten thousand dollar bail, so yeah, yeah, fucking um, so uh, so Johnny, when I got out, Jesus, when I got out for the banks, it was two thousand one. He had just gotten out of the feds, and when he was in the feds, he got into bodybuilding. And he's a small guy, Johnny, you know? He's, no. he's short, but he was always in no. great shape. So he got out, and he you know, he was a personal trainer, and he was, I mean, you he know? He wrapped up. Oh, he was shredded, right? So he sees me, and I'm living in this fucking crack house, right? In a fucking trap house on the couch. He's like, what are you doing? You know, I got to come live with me. I come get, He comes in to get high. So he's still doing good, you know, you know. That's that's all gonna go by the wayside very shortly when you're smoking <laughs> Real crack. Quick. So I'm shooting dope and coke, and he's smoking crack. So he he takes me to his apartment, right? And his apartment's like a. If you saw him now, he's like American Pickers. You go in his garage. He's got the old gasoline pumps, the Coca-Cola yeah. signs. He's yeah. he's a collector of all this stuff, and he he had his own shop at the flea market. But even back then, when he first got out of the feds in 2000, 2001, I remember he had this full suit of armor in the kitchen. I'd be geeked out at night, and it's fucking standing there, right? So this kid, I went in his house. It's like a fucking, I mean, meticulous, everything. So I take a shower. He's like, hey, a lot of guys, when they go to prison, they get OCD. And I, I have a touch of it. I have weird things, and I'm walking. I leave my house. I turn a light off. Shut it. I, I do crit. Some people get a little buggy. Uh, right? There's a few chinks in the armor for all of us, so to speak. And he was like, oh, when you take a shower, make sure the shampoo label's facing this. I go, oh, man, you're, you're cooked, huh? There we go. They got you. You're a bug <laughs> now, right? So now he's he's smoking crack, but he's still going to the gym. And he'd come in. And he, he'd cook a whole fucking chicken. And he'd eat the fucking chicken with nothing else. And he'd be eating peanut butter out of a jar with the spoon. You know, he's still on this protein working out kick, but he's smoking crack. So the house is, the house is fucking meticulous spotless right <laughs> so i come in one day and fucking i look and there's a whole chicken cooked on the counter and it's not touched and then i look and there's a chair knocked over in the kitchen i look in the living room and the fucking the coffee table's upside down there's a plant crashed uh, on the floor and i'm like Oh yeah, uh, somebody was there. Something went down in Chinatown. Yeah, <laughs> and here, boy, yeah. so something happened, right? So, so sure enough, uh, no, I got arrested for the uh, another bank right after that because I was in prison with him. So I look on the news, and and when he got out of the feds, he was like really like, I think he's loosened up a little now, and I don't, don't want to, you know, 
but he was really anti-government you know they took everything from him he had properties and he and he was on this whole kick where he'd be like we shouldn't have to have license plates and i'm like right, yeah right, yeah right, just, right. just give me a ride to coffee <laughs> you know what i mean he'd be like if they ever try to stop me i ain't stopping well johnny was a man's word apparently he uh he had a couple of um my <clears throat> girlfriend won't like this. He had a couple of hookers in the car, yeah. I believe. Ah, see, Johnny, you should have come on this yeah, show. We would have left a hooker yeah. talk out. All yeah. right? But, you know, you're fair game now. So so, so he had a couple <laughs> That's of- That's just uh, the beginning. Yeah, he had a couple <laughs> of young ladies in the, in the truck with him, and they tried to pull him over, and he gets in a high-speed chase. So one of the girls is screaming, let me out, let me out. And so he goes, you want out? He stops at a stop sign, opens the door and pushes her out. She goes tumbling out. She gets like hurt or something. Then he gets this big chase and he actually makes it back to the apartment because it was on the news, this big scene in front of the house and they arrested him. They're putting him in the wagon and everything. So he, you know, he gets locked up. They hold him in Concord on no bail. And um, so now I'm in his apartment and this is, this is where it gets a little fucking weird, right? So I move in his bedroom. So it was a, it was like a one bedroom apartment, and I'm like sleeping on the couch. So I go in his bedroom, and this I told you this right? Yeah. This nut, when he got out of prison, he went to like a photo studio where he had like the little the little bikini thing, you know, like yeah. Muscle and Fitness when they're on the. On the cover, yeah. and they got the little fucking grape smugglers, yeah. and they're fucking, the banana they're doing the fucking, they're doing the poses. <laughs> he's like the, the fucking calf point. So he's got all these pictures of him, and I'll never forget it was like the wood paneling walls, almost like. And he's got all these pictures of him, all over his bedroom wall. Right in the fucking grape smugglers, all oiled up, shredded with all the poses. So now I'm bringing girls over there. I mean, I actually had one girl that really was kind of a kind of a good. She was a good girl. I shouldn't say kind of. You know, she was from New Hampshire, and I don't know what the fuck she was doing with me at the time. She was obviously had terrible judgment in men. And so now I'm bringing girls over, and this guy's got these pictures of himself all over the wall. So I'm looking like a fucking fucking banana. So now I'm trying to get these pictures off the wall. Dude, you'd have to burn the house down to get them off. I got a screwdriver at one point and I'm fucking going to like scrape them off and I can't get them off. And it's, I mean, I got to hang posters like I'm 15, right? I got like fucking Led Zeppelin posters all over the room to cover this nut. So I um, I end up getting arrested for a, for a bank and I get to Concord. And I'm walking to the chow hall, and he's in the J's, like J3. Right. And you walk around J3. Yeah, yeah. So he's on the third tier in the window, and he starts screaming, my God, we got Johnny. I go, you fucking nut. He goes, I saw you on the news. <laughs> he's at the banks. I go, Johnny, one question. And this is 2001. This stuff might have just come out. I said, what the fuck did you put all those fucking pictures of you on your wall with? He goes, Gorilla glue. <laughs> That's when it came out so, back then. Huh? Yeah, so, you know, I was just, that would be good, like, if I want to get, like, 
put like bean shooter podcast stickers or something or like in bar rooms, you know, in a yeah. bathroom, you know, they ain't throw a off. sticker on it and then just smear yeah. Gorilla Glue over it. Cause let me tell you, you're gonna, it's going to, it's going to take some time to get that off. So, so Johnny, um, he got out of the feds and he, he did that and he got in some other trouble. He got a, he got a, he did a stick up. And he got like another four to six. And since he got out, he's done real, real good. He does the collecting. He yeah. stayed sober. Um, his girlfriend runs his life. No, I mean, <laughs> other than that, you know what I mean? He's he's done really good. You know, he's he's yeah, free. He, he stayed out of jail like uh, like Bundy. I was talking yeah. to Bundy today. And um, it's funny. We were talking to Johnny today. He goes, no, I don't want to be on the phones. I don't want to be on the phones because I, I, I put a video of him on my Instagram and it got like 500,000 views and it was just whatever. We're just joking around. And he's like, my girlfriend's son follows you. They all follow you. And they saw, I don't want to be on the phone. Right, right, right. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. I said, you're going to be on fucking YouTube, yeah, not a phone. Toughen the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, toughen the fuck up. So... <laughs> On, a, on another note, you know, I was talking to Bundy today about that, about, you know, him doing good and stuff. And and Bundy's been out for one year. What, November Yeah. One? November what? I think it was like maybe the fourth, fifth. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, we're coming up yeah. on one year. and, and yeah, It's the longest. It's probably the longest Bundy's been out since he in his early 20s. Yeah. Maybe yeah. his teens. Um, yeah. Bundy, if he stayed out a year, he was being hunted. You know, he yes, had warrants, so. and he was driving around a stolen truck, and he was getting in chases, if he ever stayed out a year in the last right. 25, 30 years. If he did, it was they were actively searching for uh, him. Most wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, it's funny. We were, talking, we were talking today about Bundy because everyone, everyone – I, you know, I've known Bundy for – since I was, you know, almost forty years. Like, you yeah. know, since I was fifteen years old, I've known, I've known Bundy. But when Bundy first started going into prison, he got in a lot of fights in there. Yeah. Bundy could always throw his hands, and you can see he's a big boy. And um, he's been, he's been in a lot of, a lot of scraps, yeah. you know. And I always like Bundy because Bundy would always say, "Hey, if you can, if you can take a punch, you can throw a punch, you can fight." You know, not like you know he won every fight, but he won, you know. Probably ninety eight percent of them. <laughs> yeah. But when he, you know, when he didn't, he just fucking. I remember once he just winked at me, he's walking out his eye, which when he got a good one. He just he always always had a good attitude, and he never never thought twice to uh you know to throw his hands. Yeah. Uh, never went to stab you. Or, uh, I think he hit someone with a rock once in Barretta. Yeah, right? yeah. You Not a big it. weapons guy. You no. have, you have. If yeah. you know, it, you know, he had his whole bag of tricks. If he thought he needed something, he would. <laughs> Speaking of weapons, what Bundy was known for when he first came in, tell him about, remember Middleton, the cop Middleton in the hole? Oh, with the razor? Yeah, with the razor. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was, I was in the shower. Yeah. And uh, he shook me down when I was in the shower. And you wasn't supposed to have a radio or coffee, sneakers or nothing. So we, I'm in the shower, cuffed up, taking a shower. And uh, he's in my room taking everything. And I, I watch him through the door, and then he, he's smiling, and he's opening a bag of coffee, and he's dumping it in the, in the garbage can. Through the car, fucking smashed the radio, threw my sneakers in there. Oh, I bitch. said, all right, all right, I'll get you. And we just had words, words. And uh, he was serving me. He, he'd serve me yeah. breakfast, lunch. And, uh, and he would always fuck with my meals, so. So I just waited. It was lunchtime. He was uh, passing the tray through the trap. And then I, I stood back a little so he had to, like, 
push his arm in a little more. And I, grabbed his, I grabbed his wrist, pulled him in a little and just sliced him. <laughs> I gave him 17 stitches in the right there. <laughs> and he slammed the, he slammed the trap shut. You motherfucking, I'm looking through the window and I'm smiling. I said, I got you. Huh? <laughs> and, uh, and then I see it spread open and the blood just starts gushing out. I said, I got you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They fucked me up, boy. Yeah. They fucked me up. They, uh, they, yeah, they gassed me for about three hours before they even came in. And they lumped me up with the billy clubs, everything. And uh, they never used billy clubs in jail. But yeah. they lumped me up with it. And the, uh, they shipped me to... I think Ludlow, like at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning in Springfield. Yeah, Springfield. The, uh, I, I, I go in there, there's about 40 cops behind me, and uh, they took take one look at me, and they said, he ain't staying here, because they fucked me up pretty You're bad. all fucking, yeah. yeah. It was all fucked up. They didn't want no part of it. And they said, take him back. We don't want him. And sent me back to Middleton. The, uh, and then uh, I was here for a couple of years. Yeah. Waiting trial. Uh. I'm sure the guys treated you well there after that. Right? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it's fair game after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. hearing it like, Bundy pulled the cops arm into the cell of the trap. And he, he was, you know, the stories are crazy. He was holding him for an hour yeah, with his arm yeah, in the trap yeah, and yeah. slicing his arm. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Bundy ain't coming home for a while. Yeah, I got five years for that. Yeah. 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 That wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. They fought with two. I was doing two and a half in Middleton. They fought with it. Right. Fought They run it right together. Fourth with those who don't know. So I kind of made out. Yeah. Got the fuck out of Middleton. And And then um, went upstate. Went to Walpole. Shirley. And when did you go to New Hampshire? After that? Yeah. I probably had like 10 months left. And then I had another case up in New Hampshire. And uh, I actually had three years in uh, in New Hampshire. So they sent me up to New Hampshire. I went to Valley Street for about Ugh. two months, and they shipped me to the prison. And I did the three years and got out. Yeah. And uh, that was the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end yeah, of that. That was the end of that. Um, I'll tell you, I haven't done a lot of time in New Hampshire. I, I got arrested. Um Actually, it was a fucking, geez, it was a shoplifting case and something else. I had some, just nonsense. Nothing, nothing crazy, but yeah, I, I, I went to that Valley Street jail and that was the worst oh, jail. It's the worst. Worst it's jail I've ever been in my life. Yep. Worst. And, and not, not worse as far as like dangerous, the inmates, how they treated you. Yep. How the cops. The food. Yeah, the food. You don't get it. Uh, you don't get toothpaste, nothing. Yeah. That, yeah they don't give you nothing. So that, you don't care. Yeah. Wash your teeth with soap. Yeah, so yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. I get there, I'm dope sick, I'm in the holding cell, they strip me down, they're like, you gotta jump in the shower, and I'm like sticking my hand in the shower, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, waiting for the water to get hot, they're like, yeah, don't get hot. <laughs> I go, what? If anyone's ever detoxed of heroin, you're freezing, it's like, ice is going like, yeah. get, and I just saw them bundle someone and drag someone out, yeah, so right. I just kind of jumped in and out, or I, I just would have told them to go shit in their hat. Yeah. So I, um... I ended up going back to Valley Street. I remember they gave me these old tidy whities They looked like they were 30 years old. There was no elasticity in them anymore. Like uh, around the legs would just This is Valley in. Street, right? Yeah. There were like uh, old yeah. shit stains in them. Like they so everybody bleed. wears, everybody else's underwears. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't have, you can't buy the underwears in the canteen. Yeah. So once twice a week, yeah, you, you return your underwears and they yeah. give you somebody else's that are clean. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, everybody wears everybody's. And they gave me the bobos. There was like, they were like hundred years old. Yeah. You know, the yeah. bottoms were like banana peels. Yeah. Bobos are the jail shoes. They're like those blue slip-on things you see. You know, they call them bobos. Um, yeah, they were old. Like I said, everything it was trash. So yeah. I get arrested again. Oh, 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 I'm I'm in Billerica, and I filed an interstate agreement on detainers because I got a warrant out there for right. heroin or something. IAD. Yeah, IAD. So I filed yeah. the IAD paperwork, and they take me to Valley Street Jail. So I get to Valley Street Jail now. I've been in the hole for like seven months. I get in Valley Street Jail, and they got me in this holding tank, and the holding tank is fucking. You know, fifteen people in it. And all of a sudden, it's like I'm in. It's like I'm in the courthouse after a three day weekend. I'm smelling people stink like yeah. booze, this and that, right? So I'm realizing all these people just came from the street. So now I start working the room. <laughs> start working yeah. the room, right? Somebody got something. Yeah, someone's got drugs in here, and yeah. I'm sniffing them out, which I did. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, buddy, hey, would you get arrested for? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? You got anything on you? Da da da. So I'm going from one person to another, and I remember. There was this one kid, he had his hair dyed blonde and no shoes. I go, hey, flock of seagulls, where they arrest you at the beach? It was like December, right? So everyone's laughing. They're looking uh, at me like, who is this lunatic, uh, right? So all of a sudden, this one kid, and this story's horrific. I don't even know if this is fucking YouTube appropriate. Um, he's like, hey, ain't nobody going to have nothing. We're all coming from the bang or something, you know, like the police station. I go, hey, kid, I didn't ask for a prediction. Uh, Keep it down. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. I didn't yeah. want everyone to know because I know I'm going to find something. And I don't want everyone knowing because I'm right. asking each person one by one, like quietly, hey, what's up? You got something? So this kid kind of gets a little loud, not like disrespectful loud, but he's like, you know, you know I'm going to have. I'm like, hey, shh, you know, quiet down. So all of a sudden the kid, this is, this story is fucking, it's a bad one. The kid goes, ah, oh, everyone's lucky. They got their parents for Christmas. My, um, what do you say? My father used to make me have sex with my mother and make me watch people rape my mother. Guys come over and rape my mother and he'd give me coke. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, and I look and I go, dude, you're not Corby and Nancy's kid. He looked at me. He had tears in my eyes. He go, In his eyes, he goes, you know my parents? He goes, I'm Corby Jr. I was like, my heart fucking sunk, right? So... In my neighborhood, this guy, Corby Atkinson, he was like six foot four. He, he, he was a framer. He was like a construction right, guy. Right. The guy was a big, like, tough guy and his wife, Nancy, right? <clears throat> Donald Sequeira, we used to go over there once a week. Donald would sell him a half ounce of weed on, right. on Friday. So I go over to his house, Corby. I remember the little kids, right? All of a sudden, this thing's all over the fucking news. The kid in that holding tank, Corby, Corby Atkinson Jr., he makes a 911 call to the low police right. and says... The people keep coming out of the walls and sticking needles in my arms. So the father was shooting the kids up with coke when they were 9 and 11 years old right. and tying the mother to the bed and having guys come over and do something, making them watch. Crazy. So it's like the worst case of child abuse in mass history. Wow. Massachusetts history. It's in Lowell. You know, you can look up the case. It's fucking horrific. Fucking scumbag. It's fucking horrific, right? Uh. So... The cop gets over there, and it was this cop, Jack Callahan, I know. He actually went in the Navy with my father. I know his kids. And his kid actually lived downstairs, Dan, who's a UMass Lowell cop. And he just had a baby, and he almost let them babysit. A couple <laughs> oh. times, they're like, oh, we'll watch your, 
your daughter, the daughter was like a newborn. Right. And to this day, you know, his daughter's probably 25. He's like, I almost fucking did it. He goes, but I didn't really know them that good. They were, they were friendly. And his right. father was the responding officer. And the kid was in a rocking chair and he saw track marks. The kid was like 10. Really? He saw track marks and the kid was showing signs of a cocaine, like paranoia. They're coming out of the walls. Right. So right away, the cops like, boom, boom. Next thing you know, there's 50 cops there. You know, DCF, right. parents are in jail. So the parents get the parents get 35 to, I think he got life, the father. The Fucking mother gets him. 35 to 40 years. So the worst, the worst thing was they had another kid in Florida and there was a suspicious house fire and the kid burned to death. Really? So now they, and this kid says this to me. He goes, my mother wants me to help her get out. She's out now. Nancy Atkinson. Yeah. She's out now, this fucking animal. He goes, my mother wants me to help her get out. Because I ended up talking to the kid. Right. Some kids had a problem with him in the jail, and they were coming up to me. Like, hey, this kid. I said, hey, leave that kid alone. Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what he did, right? Yeah. But whatever it is, leave that kid alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Crazy. That kid never had a chance. So he goes, my mother wants wants me to help her get out on appeal he goes but she did stuff to me too and i'm like really yeah so what happened was they tell the mother testify against corby right and you'll get like five or ten years and she doesn't and she gets 35 to 40 years and the common belief was amongst prosecutors cops was he had something over her head from florida yeah. And he sent her a message like, you want to testify against me? Yeah. I'll tell him, yeah. you know, what happened in Florida or you get the death penalty. I mean, I don't know if that was true, you know. Right. But yeah, so I, I met that kid in the fucking holding cell. Oh. And it was fucking Corby Atkinson Jr. He just died. You probably know him from the prison up there. He was in New Hampshire State Prison. He was ended he? up being like some like MMA, MMA fighter. And he actually did a bid for... Some guy, he thought some guy was looking at his kids. Right. And he fucking beat the guy like half to death on some like trail in New Hampshire because he's twisted because really? of what happened. Yeah, 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, a lot of people like that, you get molested, you end up being a molester. Yeah. Or you're just the opposite. Right. Where you're fucking, right. you know, you're That's banging crazy. out fucking, you're banging out skinners. So hmm. th that was, so, so to move on from that fucking horrific story, um, I'm going to the next kid and the next kid, and I get to these two kids from Lowell. Right. It's a Spanish kid <laughs> Lowell, and an Asian kid, yeah. right? I go, hey, what happened to you? Kid Kevin and Charlie. I'll never forget them. And the kid reached out to me recently. He goes, you know who I am? He followed me on Snapchat, and he goes, I'm the kid in the holding cell. I go, Jesus Christ. It was like 2001, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, no way. He goes, yeah, yeah, it's me. So he goes, I still talk about you. So I get to them. I go, what happened to you guys? They're like, Oh, this kid called for a fucking half pound of weed or a quarter pound, and they wanted me to meet him in Pelham. And people that don't know Lowell, Massachusetts, we're very close to New Hampshire. You know, there's Boston, and we're north of Boston. Uh, about 30, 35 minutes north of Boston, Lowell is. <clears throat> about five minutes from us is the New Hampshire border. So right over the New Hampshire border, you can get cigarettes cheaper than our taxes and that. But the laws... Um, you know, Massachusetts is a liberal state. New Hampshire, they smoke you. You get arrested, shoplift, and they indict you. They want to send you to state prison. So it's like night and day once you go over that border. So he goes, this guy calls me for a quarter pound of weed and wants, wants us to meet him at this package store right over the line. So it's a setup. He goes, the guy gets in the car. The second I hand him the weed, he goes, he goes, he takes off his baseball hat. He goes, I knew he sent a signal. Right. He goes, 
boom, we get surrounded. So he tells a story, and now I say, so what's up, man? You got anything else on you that you didn't find? Uh, and he's, uh, like, he's like, yeah, uh, I got a half ounce of weed, fucking. I'm ready to thrust down the toilet, fucking. He goes, don't they? I go, they're going to strip search you in about 10 seconds, my friend. So why don't you sit here? So now I'm looking around. Me. Now I'm looking around the holding cell, and I have one by one asked everybody for drugs. So now I don't want someone to see me making this play. You know, then they uh, rat me out because jail's full of fucking rats and everything is. else. So I get like, I get a few saran wraps from the sandwiches and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, fucking suitcase it. What the fuck you think I'm doing? With it? What? And he's like, what? I go, I'm tucking it. And he's like, looking at it, you don't know. I go, dude, I'm sticking it up my ass is what I'm doing. So, so he, these kids are 17 years old, never been arrested, never been in jail. Horrified. And they, yeah, hard. They fucking come across the likes of me and here, here I am. I said, just sit next to me. So now I'm squeezing it. I'm wrapping it up. You know, a little spitch. I'm reaching back and I go, Thank you, boys. I got to wash my hands now. And they are just, they're fucking whispering to each other. And they are fucking, uh, they'll watch this and they'll get a kick out of it because I'm, I'm friendly <laughs> with the kid now. So they are fucking mortified. So now I get to the block. So I got my fucking cellmate in there after a day. I go, hey, what's up? You smoke weed? He's like, yeah, I smoke weed. Oh, you want to get high? He's like, what the fuck you mean? I go, you want to smoke a joint? Because I use the toilet paper, the the paper they wrap up the rolls of toilet paper in. Yeah, you know, yeah. we can, you can roll me. He goes, what are you going to light it with? I go, well, just because you can take two batteries and take a razor blade and break and touch them to the two batteries and touch them together and it heats up and it glows orange. And you know, there's, so I go, use a couple of batteries and a razor blade. He goes, there's no batteries here. I go, from a Walkman. He goes, there's no Walkmans here. I'm like, <laughs> what? I go, I go, oh, can you get a pencil? He goes, yeah, probably. I go, well, I know another way to light it. You take, if you, you know, you break yeah, yeah. open a pencil, you get the pieces of lead. Right in the socket. Yeah, you stick one on one side of the socket, one on the other side, and then you take another piece of lead, you twist it on the toilet paper, and you touch it together, and it goes, poof. Right. And you, like, put some toilet paper next to it, and it catches on fire, and you light it. I go, well, just use a socket and some lead. He goes, there's no sockets. I'm like, where am I? Like, uh, what kind of jail is this? Uh, there's no batteries. There's no lights. There's no nothing. So now I'm fucking. Oh, so this was a game I played in this jail for two months of them. So, uh, yeah, I'll get on how this even got worse. So now I'm like, fuck, fuck. So now they call us out for chow and we're eating and they. These, these inmates come pushing this food in the block. They're like trustees, you know, from like minimum. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst, right? Yeah. Well, what did I tell you this? You'll know who. So there's this cop, this lady. She's a douche. She ended up working in the hole afterwards, right? <clears throat> and you can have nothing in the hole, right? Nothing. But you, like you'd eat lunch and you'd save an apple. She's the type that will go in your cell and throw your apple away. Like, nah. you know, you so when you're hungry at night, you eat something. So you get those little white styrofoam cups. Yep. You know what this fucking bit? These are the type of people that get jobs. And there's a lot of good gods. But Ricka, there's a lot yeah, of good guys, a lot. a lot of good guys from Lowell, upstate. I'm not, you know, I'm not painting them all with a broad stroke. Like, oh, cop shock or all screws. But no, a no. lot of good ones that treated me really good. Yep. But you got a few that shouldn't have any type Look, of authority. Yeah. because let the power go to the head. Yeah, yeah, that were just nobodies, right? This lady went in my cell twice where I, because you, you can hardly drink the water out of the little old, in the new geo, the right. bubbler thing, right? I had a styrofoam cup. She'd stick her thumb through the bottom of it. 
and put it back. Put a hole in it. Fucking bitch. Like, can you imagine being that Richard Petty, right? Well, to, to do, like, I never did nothing to her. So this is the same broad. I come out to eat, right? And I'm with these guys, and they're like from New Hampshire. And you know me. I'm fucking surveying the land. I'm fucking, you know, I've been doing this since <laughs> I've been 13 in DYS. So I see one of the trustees up there waiting for everyone to eat. I see him walk over. He's like looking. I go, that dude's looking at me. These guys are sitting with me. They're like, you're fucking, you're crazy. I go, dude, he's looking at me. He walks over. He says something to the cop. The cop goes like this, looks over at me and starts going. I said, that guy just walked over to that cop. Ask that cop who I was. That cop is looking at that sheet right now and telling him my fucking name. Yeah. These guys at the table, they're like, you're fucking, dude, you're a bug, right? I walk up. I'm staring at the dude. I'm with my tray. He goes, Mike Lee. I go, yeah, who the fuck are you? He goes, Kevin Supernaut. Uh, Remember Kevin? Yeah, yeah. And I like Kevin. I grew up with him. He got stabbed in the Ricker and he, yeah. he might have told on that case. Yeah, yeah. Right? Noodles. Yeah, noodles and and who was it? Mikey, Mikey Barrett. Mikey Barrett stabbed him on the stairs, yeah, right? Yeah. Hadn't seen him in years, but I, I didn't have time to get into all that. I just said, hey man, can you get me a fucking lighter and I'll give you some weed? Yep. He goes, yeah. I go. He goes, I can get some matches. He goes, you got weed? I go, yeah, I got weed. He says, when I come here tomorrow at lunch, I'll have some matches. I said, now I'll have a nice little bud for you, my friend. Right, right. So now I'm making moves. You know, he comes at lunch. I get him. So now. Now I smoke, wrap the weed up, tuck it. They shake my cell down. We smell weed. I don't even smoke weed. So now I'm playing the game with them. They don't dry tank you there. <laughs> no. So no. I'd smoke and tuck it. Smoke and tuck no. it. So now I get to this other block, right? So now I got no more matches. No. And now all the cops are fucking watching me. They're like, this guy's <laughs> a fucking, this guy's a problem. Uh, right? He's a man. I'm in the hole. I come back. So now. I get the remote control. There's one TV on the uh, block. With the battery. I steal the batteries uh, out of it. So now I got the batteries suitcase with the weed, the razor blade. It's uh, all wrapped up in a neat little package. I'm sure you've done this, right, Justin? <laughs> yes, everyone, everyone, everyone's done this type of stuff. So I <laughs> So now you got this fucking, these inmates who are like going upstate, right? Yo, everybody listen up. Somebody took the batteries. And I'm in the fucking, I'm in my cell reading a book like, yo, you better bring them back or they're going to shake down the whole block. I'm with my cell man like, hey, tell him to pipe the fuck down, right? So, so now, right? I fucking that night pull, take the batteries out. Roll up a fatty, yep. right? Fire one up, tuck everything. All of a sudden, they fucking rush the cell, right? My my roommate was this kid, Doobie, from New Hampshire. Right. He was sharp. This yeah. kid was a sharp kid. I'll tell you about him in a minute. He was a card cheat. Right. And he had sacks of canteen. We were living large, smoking joints, eating like kings, right? Right. So they rush in the cell, and there's like this little captain. We smell weed. I go, I don't even smoke weed. He goes, if I go get a urine cup, I said, go get it. My right. cellmate out there goes, you're a mental case. I was high as a cup. I wasn't pissing in no cup for nothing. Uh, you know what I mean? But I, was, I was just fucking bluffing all the way, right? right. Dude, they leave. Nothing. Nothing. nothing just not. sitting there laughing, yeah. right? So now I got caught. I'll never forget it was New Year's Eve. I'd have cops coming to me like, dude, shift changes in an hour. Please don't smoke. 
Right. We gotta write reports. We gotta shake you <laughs> down, fucking guys are coming to me like, "What do you want?" Like, I'm meeting my girlfriend in an hour and going out for New Year's Eve. Uh, Don't make me stay here. A whole different I attitude. Go, Can you go get me a few cereals? Yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, a couple. Uh, maybe grab me a Boston Herald when you come yeah. in tomorrow. And I had them. Um, so yeah, that was that was the only good thing about Valley Street till yeah. I ran out of weed and then it was fucking <laughs> it was back to reality. It would have been good if I had some bean shooter gummies. Nah, what a yeah. yeah. You can get them at the link in my Instagram bio. Like you got them. That's yeah. where you ordered them from, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you click the link. Yeah. Like 30 bucks or something. You know? And yeah, they're, they're even better than smoking. You know, you don't stink. No. You know? No, I bought 25 of them. Yeah, Bundy's fucking, that's my guy. So you know what he said? You know what Bundy said? And it made perfect sense to me. He said, I'm going to give a few out for Halloween, which he did. Yep, you say then. The kids. Kids loved them. Yeah, kids loved them. And Christmas. <laughs> what a What a fucking, what, what a Christmas yeah. gift, right? All in I, one. You know? I yeah. mean, this guy's a fucking innovator. <laughs> But he is an innovator, you know? Uh, So, um, yeah, and he also signed up for mybookie.com using the promo code SHOOTY. Yeah, I'm going to make a killer. Yeah, he bet Tennessee tonight. It didn't look good. Pittsburgh came right down the field. I bet Tennessee, too. I bought two points, so they're getting five. Uh, Pittsburgh went right downfield, but then Tennessee went down. They kicked the field goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, so – yeah, yeah, Tennessee right. is. Yep, Told you. All right, all right. There we go. Yep. So we're winning yep. fifteen to seven, actually. Oh, so Bean we're in good shape. Wellness. Yeah. See that? Beach shooters wellness spot. Yeah. But he goes and gets a massage once in a while. Yeah, he it's likes the, the best. Four, he likes the four hands. Yeah. Sometimes I come in, he gets the five hands. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the cups are the best. The yeah, the cupping. The, the cupping's good. Yeah. Um. So the girl I have the massage place with me yesterday, she messaged me. She said, stop putting anything about me at the store on your fucking uh, social media. I was like, oh. A customer come in and showed me something. A customer come in and showed me a thing where you said, do you make banana cry to the girl really? who works here? That so customer's a fucking creep. Yeah, what a why fuck. Why would he show yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Why would you show that, uh. you know? But, um, but yeah, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, the time zone. Uh, I'd appreciate it if people bought a few gummies and checked them out and let me know. You know, let me know. I know they're good. They're going to fucking get you rocked. And um, yeah, D9 hemp derived, so they're legal. You can ship anywhere. And uh, mybookie.com, promo code shooty. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's put some bets in. And uh, I, I set up an account myself with a few bucks in it. And like I said last week, I did a tease, but then I tried to bail out because I thought the tease was going to lose and I would have. I would have tanked both of them. You know, the NFL is so tough. It's a coin toss. Anyone that says they can handicap the NFL, unless you're just flat bets, over-unders, you know, you might go on a heater. But it's it's very, very difficult. Anybody that bets sports, but still, the NFL is the best. For every week, you can look at a game. You can like stuff. It's not like baseball or basketball or hockey where there's fucking 10 games on a, a day. And it's, you know, you really got to be a degenerate to, to bet those other ones. But football season's a cool thing. Every week, you know, you can win a few bucks. You can lose a few bucks. And handicap and pro football, it, it, it's it's difficult. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. Like I said, last week I broke even. So I come out with my pick tonight. And it was Tennessee, and I, I bought a couple of points. So instead of getting three, I'm getting five, and, and let's see how it plays out. And um, and I'll be back next week. Um, next Thursday, I actually got a 
go to some fights in New York City. King Callum Walsh, uh, my guy from Ireland, um, he fights out of the wild card gym with Freddie Roach and Dickie Eklund Jr. And he's fighting in Madison Square Garden next week. So um, guys, tune in and, uh, and, and support him. And uh, support Bundy, support yeah. the gummies, yeah. support the mybookie.com, support my guy Justin, who nobody sees here. He's like the man behind the uh, the curtain. Yeah. He's like the wizard. Yeah. Right? He's gone. He's fucking gone. go, Justin. All right. <laughs> Five All right. in the books. You know, this just a real nigga shit, your real nigga story, you know what I'm saying? This beat itself so rich. Like a bunch of narcotics yeah, what? Pull up in a new robbery Living like you got it Come on Chopping bricks like a rabbit Like a bunch of